Hello and welcome to episode 393 of Outlandish Podcast. <laughs> so you were able to fix last week's? <laughs> what do you mean fix? I mean, like, it's right. Okay. Like, his archive, I don't know, man, I ain't paying attention. I mean, like, I'll go look at it here after this. Okay. But that's like, I mean, as long as it's right, when you go to download it, like, it's like right on the RSS feed that yeah. people see on iTunes. Yeah. And it downloads, I'm good with it, man. It's okay. like, whatever it says on the background, like, as long as it doesn't mess up there, I'm fine. Yeah. So, we're episode one, uh, 393 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. Will you bone some tonight? Uh, Jeremy's not here today. Uh, so, we're just going to two man We're doing this. it. Two in a row. Next week, it'll be Jeremy and Justin. No, it won't. Uh, I will not be here next week. So two weeks, Jeremy and Justin. Uh, all right. Uh, so what's up? What's going on, Justin? What's oh, uh, let's see. How about you? How about you, Matt? What's going on with you? Oh, what's going on with me? Uh, so I started watching this thing called Steins Gate. On uh, which, uh, uh, Alex's recommendation. Yeah, yeah, I started watching this. I've heard it's of that Crunch- before. Crunch- I never really knew much about it. Were you able to um, do like a... 30 day free trial yeah, thingy. Four, 14 day. These people, man, they're cutting day. down on their trials, man. Four, they're like, man. like, we don't want to give a full month anymore. People could actually get what they need out of us in a month. So, which is hilarious because down. if someone signs up, I mean, I guess, I guess you could watch more in 30 days, but usually I think when someone signs up for something like that, it's to watch something specific. Well, Case in point. Was, and you can still watch it in 14 days usually. Well, I was able to go to it and just start watching it anyways. It would just had ads. Oh, well, that's good. Like, so, like, you don't even have to sign up for a trial. You could just go over to Crunchyroll, apparently, and actually watch anime with ads. That makes sense. And, and so... Um, you can watch... Can you watch pretty much everything on Hulu for free with ad support? Mm, no, I don't. I don't think so. I pay for Hulu, so I don't know. Yeah, you can pay more to get no commercials. Like I think an extra four dollars a week, a month, four dollars a week. Fuck that. Four yeah, I was on. I don't know if the people that own Spotify also own Hulu or or if they were just doing a cross promotion. But a couple times it popped up on Spotify. Sign up for uh, Hulu. Uh, Sign up to get Hulu and you can add it into your Spotify because I already pay ten dollars a month for Spotify and it was like thirteen for Hulu and I was like, all right, I'll, you know, ninety day trial. I was like, mm-hmm. there's always stuff on Hulu I keep hearing about. I'd like to watch and then I looked at, I went into it and it's like, oh, this isn't the commercial free version. This is yeah. just the like mid tier, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, nah, fuck you, no, no, fuck you. I'm not watching Hulu with. I'm not I'm not paying to get commercials. I just right. it's just like a line. I mean, I, I, I guess for for video content. I mean, we we do that for magazines and news. Well, I don't do that for magazines and newspapers and comic <laughs> books. Somehow, somehow they got that one in on us <laughs> years ago. But I just, I'm not going to do that for uh, for video. I'm trying to think now. Do comic books have ads in them anymore? Surely. I mean, there were so many ad- ads. Originally, I, I I haven't actually I honestly I haven't picked up and flipped through a real ass comic book in years. <laughs> We're all like graphic novels. We'll just wait. Hell yeah. Um. Huh. Well, I don't know. I don't. Know. Anyway, so I started watching the Steins Gate. Yep. Is it Steins Gate yeah, or Steingate? Steins. I think okay. it's Steins. Colon. Plural. Okay. Semicolon. Yeah. 
Steins semicolon gate. Semicolon? Okay. Yeah. Right. It's weird. <laughs> Anime. It's so Japanese. <laughs> and and uh, so I started watching that, and yeah, if if you pay, if you follow both me and Alex, you'll see a conversation today we had because I was like, man, I'm like six episodes in, and like shit's just going on that doesn't make any sense. Like it just, it's just like so. The first episode, this guy, like, man, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm. Like the second, uh, I think it may be the second episode. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some trials of time travel stuff and try to figure out stuff. And it's like just dumb shit. Like he has this microwave and he has his cell phone where it can like he can program. Basically, it's got like a Bluetooth capability or something, so he could like load up an app on his phone. And tell the microwave to cook something for this log. Okay. So he puts a banana in this microwave. And <laughs> Everyone like, loves a good microwave banana. <laughs> apparently they do. And he's like, I'm going to cook it for 120 seconds. Jesus. And, <laughs> and so they do this experiment and like the banana comes out all green gelatinous. Mm-hmm. And, but nobody talks about like who made this microwave wait or because the guy the main character guy is like he seems like a bumbling idiot like or like he has a notion of time travel he likes to read about time travel and he likes the theories about time travel but he doesn't seem to have any like actual scientific background for time travel like well Tell me more about this microwave because you're you're making it sound like it's something fancy, but I mean, I would expect a banana to come out kind of well, gelatinous and mushy. If it's yeah, well, I mean, like, twenty minutes. Well, yeah, but it's not. It's like it, but it wouldn't be green. It's a green gelatinous. Sorry. Well, I guess I, I guess I figured. Wait, so it changed it into something else? Yeah, and people and they're like, "What was that?" And like it, the the problem I have is like he has a device. That did this right, but nobody. There's no explanation of where he got this because he obviously. I'm always got this idea that this guy didn't make this fucking device. He got it from somebody else. So if somebody else made this device, then somebody else knows what's happening with this device. And you didn't really do. You didn't really like. You're not really making time. You're not making anything here. Like this is what should always happen when this happens. Like you're not, you didn't do anything. You didn't change up any variables. You just put a banana into a microwave, used your cell phone. And that, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Like in this whole, and it goes on for like six episodes of them. Like and they figure out, well, well, set the scene for me. Are they at a research facility? No, or so they- like, he's at like a, he's at like a loft. Basically he's above, this this guy that works on CRT TVs. Okay. Uh, he works on these TVs. As far as we know, he's just some bumbling. Um, yeah, I don't know where he gets savant. His, Yeah, and you don't know have you don't have any clue about where this guy gets any money from. Huh. Uh, it's this guy. It's this girl that seems like she's like ten years younger than him. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure she's 14 and shows so, her panties sometimes. <laughs> no, there's none of that. No, that's good. Okay, that's good. And there's another guy who's who's like a slightly overweight guy that is the super hacker guy. And oh, of he's course, a member of an, a member of the lab team. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, and and then you introduce this other character that uh, this female 
character that's supposed to be, I guess, his equal that knows mm-hmm. all this time travel stuff, and she she she's supposedly smarter than him, which I don't think would take much. Um, and it's just, it's just, they end up finding out. So like within four or five episodes, they find out, Oh, this, uh, this microwave can send, send, uh, text messages into the past. Like he hooks up his phone to it. And by like setting the microwave to 120 seconds, Midway through, or like a few seconds into it, if he opens it up, opens up the microwave, it causes some kind of reaction that will end up sending a text into the past five days. Weird. Yeah, and so like I'm all like, I'm getting a, I'm getting a primer vibe from this. Yeah, and that's what Alex says. Is like it's like primer. But I was like, but in primer, the people that built the machine understood what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, it wasn't just like some magic box that apparently appeared in their apartment just, one day. Yeah, you just didn't go on to like Craigslist and buy a fucking microwave that somebody, you know, I mean like I don't know how that the 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 microwave existed. Like it's it, it bothers me that the guy didn't build the microwave. Cuz it's like you've taken something else that somebody has built and and magically stumbled upon something? Like I don't know. And Alex says, like, you got to get about halfway through it and it really picks up. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm needing some actual, t- like, some actual, like, shit to go down. Because all throughout these episodes, the guy's also just talking into his phone, like, when it's off, acting like he's talking to somebody. And I'm like, I don't know if he's really fucking talking to somebody or not. I don't, hmm. I think that's like it. You're like, and everybody's all like, yeah, you're talking, to, you're not talking to anybody. Like, because he'll be like, the organization, blah, blah, blah. And like, and and yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that like shit's gonna like really develop. Like it's like mm. shit that I'm like obscurity stuff in the background or something. Like characters are really gonna start fleshing out because like some weird like there'll be an explanation behind all this dumb shit that I'm that's going on. I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm like Alex recommended it, so I'm gonna watch it. I'm going to hope that it's going to like pick up and the characters are just going to like really develop and flesh out and the story is going to become awesome. But as of right now, the main character guy like has no nonsense. He's like no sense of anything. It seems like he's just a bumbling guy. He's not like, you know, like Chevy, Chevy chase bump, bump you know, bumping into shit, bumbly guy. But he's <laughs> yeah. just like, He's just like, you know, like goofy, like really um, uh, casual. I mean, like a Tinchi Muyo kind of just, you know, like he's not mm-hmm. he's not dumb, but he's not bright either. I mean, he's not, you know, he's just not super smart. He's not like Death Note smart guy, you know, right. and that's the problem is like he's just I don't know. You're like, how is this guy even like the leader guy? And how is I don't know. It's just I don't know. <laughs> but uh so I'm like six episodes into that. Um, finished Agents of Shield. Uh, really fucking disappointed that that uh, it didn't end with like people vanishing. Is it, oh spoilers? Um, well, I'm just saying. It, like, I mean, so for for those uh, that haven't watched Avengers and Infinity Wars or anything, don't listen to this part. So you know, at the end of Avengers Infinity War. 
Thanos actually pulls off his shit and he like makes half the people disappear. And so people at the very end of Infinity War just start eh, fading into ash. Yep. And uh, I was like, oh shit, this is going to be amazing. Like, because then all throughout the last three episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's been like, oh, have you seen the shit that's going on in New York, man? Aliens, crazy, man. And they like show like them cleaning up shit in New York and, you know, uh, for all the destruction that, they, that that alien guy did and all that stuff. Huh. And, um, so I'm like, oh shit, man, I can't wait to like, for this. Watch half the cast disappear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, this would be a good time to like, you know, if you, if people are leaving the show or something like that, this would be a good thing to like, you just make them disappear. Yeah. I mean, yes. But at the same time, I think that everyone that has seen Infinity War and unless they're just completely naive or, you know, like a seven year old, we all we expect every single one of those characters. We we basically expect them to undo that ending. Well, yeah, somehow. yeah, yeah. But so still, if they undo they would end up undoing the shield people as well. Like everybody. Well, no, I mean, they, they could not, not undo that. I mean, like, cause we all, we, we all, I think we all have the assumption that some of the people, there are still going to be some people dead by the end of Avengers. Like, oh, sure. There's going to be people that aren't like, we I mean, all suspect Captain America and Iron Man both are probably not going to make it or something. Well, yeah, but I mean, those are, I mean, anybody that dies from that, the having, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. The, the halving H A L V I N G of the universe. I think we expect them to come back. So, um, I mean, if, if people were disappearing, I mean, I, I, I agree. It sounds ridiculous. I don't know how they would pull it off. Well, so at the end, at the end of the agents of shield, you do have like a couple of cast members leave. So they leave. actually, yeah, they just decide to, I mean, they just, you know, they decide to give up. They, I mean, they don't want to keep on doing shield stuff. Okay. And, uh, you have a total of, we have a total of three cast members, not with the current cast anymore. Mm. Mm. So you could have easily like, okay, I'll just, you know, I mean, like if you're going to show the New York shit that happened, just tie it in. Like just, I mean, you can still have your ending that you want, but then, you know, showed them. F- fizzle out because you can't like what what what, what? <laughs> but like like i mean how the fuck is season four i mean how's the next season so are, are you not gonna have agents of shield get renewed before i mean like are you even gonna have another season of agents of shield like you can't have another she- agents of shield season start before infinity war whatever comes out right right it doesn't come out until may of next year so, I mean, like, you can't have, because otherwise it'd have to take place in, like, a day or two. Like, that whole season would have to take place in a day or oh, two. Oh, that'd be really funny if they come back next year and it's like a it's like a season of 24. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be clever, actually. But I'm just uh, saying, like, I thought it would I was like, oh, man, this would be a perfect time for them to, like, if a couple of the old original cast members, you know, they want to just, like, leave the show or something, they can just have them. You know, just do that, you know, and just phase phase them out. And then, then you could like write them in after Infinity War. Like they come back and they realize for one episode that, you know, that made them realize they don't want to be in Shield anymore and they want to actually live their life. Let me ask a, let me ask a spoilery question as someone who's never watched Agents of Shield. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called Agents of Shield. In 2014, Shield was dismantled. Yeah. 
and I didn't get the impression that Shield was in existence anymore. Anymore. It's like a. Uh, it's like in hiding. Like oh, okay, they're all they're still on the run from the government. Like oh yeah, they're they're being chased by the government. Like you have um, <clears throat> General Talbot Talbot Talbot. He's the guy from uh, Heroes. He played the brother of the guy that was awesome, the flying guy. He played the flying guy. Oh, he was the politician. <laughs> no wait, the politician was the flying guy. Yeah, he was the politician, and he could fly. Okay, okay. okay. But anyways, um, so you have him, and he's he's playing uh, the U.S. military guy that's trying to track track Shield down. Hmm. Why are they? Because because people from Shield, like when that all went down, I don't think all the Shield people were considered criminals. I mean, you had that one girl who, um, you know, Captain America's love interest. She was in Shield, and she just kind of joined the CIA. Yeah, well, and I think these the, people that decided to keep going and doing Shield stuff. Yeah, and that's what they kept okay, on. Okay. They kept on trying to be Shield, and okay. you know they had um, a lot of Shield tech still, and they had they have this thing called the Zephyr, which is a big giant flying ship. Oh, I mean, it's not a. I mean, when I say ship, it's not like the helicarrier. I mean, it's like yeah. just a big giant like jumbo jet kind of thing. Oh, okay really big it has other planes on on it i think wow so but yeah and um yeah but yeah it's really interesting that how parallel agents of shield was with the marvel universe um you know you had like i said they had the whole civil war stuff that happened and that Mm -hmm. really shook up that um and it brought in a lot of interesting stuff from the marvel universe such as uh the LMDs, which are life model decoys, and they were supposed to like <clears throat> that plays a real pivotal part in the comic book, where you know some major characters get killed off, and you're like, oh well, no, they were life model decoys. They were like, like mm. uh, Fury gets killed off, I think one or two times probably in the comic book, and it was just oh, this is a life model decoy. It was like they had built like robots that could actually act and stuff like that, and were really good at Man. fooling things. And, uh, it's such a cop out, though. It is. Is, it that is. How, is that how uh, Coulson is alive? Uh, no, Coulson was like apparently like some form of like alien reconstruction kind of thing or something. I think. Oh, okay. They called it the Tahiti Project. Hmm. And basically, like he has flashbacks of like being in surgery, and then like actually reconstructing his tissue and stuff while he's alive and stuff. Hmm. working on his brain and stuff but yeah anyways um so i finished agents of shield mm, i think i need to i need to watch the most recent episode of westworld westworld was really good oh um, i did not know that you were watching that yeah i watched did you the watch first it last season or did you just yeah, I, watched, to get it? I watched all last season oh okay i was caught up by the time this started the second season started um I mean, I don't know where I'm at on that. I mean, I like it, but it's I feel definitely something like, I want to watch. I've seen a lot of praise for it. Uh, it. Just you know, you know me. I like to wait around until there's a lot of yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um. I look forward to seeing where they take it this this season, but. Um, mm-hmm. I started that Fahrenheit 451. Was that also a series? 
Uh, it's a series. It has a um, Michael B. Jordan in it. Hmm. What's character. it on? It's on HBO too. Okay. And um, so it just started this week, last week, I think last week. Yeah. Um, it had like an hour and a half premiere. I watched like the first forty-five minutes of it or something. I haven't finished it. Um, hmm. it just you know, just that premise is kind of like really, like really. You mean like, like the basic I, 1984? Yeah, I mean, I just can't imagine society getting that way. You know, just like the <laughs> purge and stuff like It's like... For I mean, me, it's just played out at this point. I don't know what they could do to make it really interesting. Because we've seen it so many times. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's kind of, you know, same with Hunger Games and all these, all these futuristic society things where people are like, mass majority of people are just getting screwed over it seems like or something I don't know just like I don't know I don't know so you know Michael B. Jordan's running around burning books and stuff and <laughs> okay he's like wondering, hanging out with Tay Diggs from Equilibrium yeah he's like what's going on I don't know <laughs> you know he's questioning stuff and I and, you know it's, that's what I mean he, they're all the same right I mean all the all you these, mean the Authoritarian, authoritarian. Yeah, features. I mean, they're all the same. Where the the main character questions his reality, and he or she questions reality, and they yeah. end up rebelling, and then finding out that the people uh, in charge are like fucking over everybody. And yeah, yeah. I mean, every single series like that. I mean, like even you know the Divergence thing, the Maze Runner, the all these te- you know. Why young young adult novels and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and all of them. Are well, I mean, there's admittedly there's not a lot of ways for it to go aside from this authoritarian government keeping everybody, but down also being definitely evil, you know, or definitely shitty. Yeah. But uh, still, I don't know. I mean, it's an HBO show. I hate to I hate to be all um, what's the word? Uh, I hate I hate to just kind of assume that it's good but <laughs> yeah hbo generally speaking does not yeah. put anything up that's just like sci-fi nonsense right so uh, i'll be interested to see over several episodes what i what i what i hear from the through the grapevine about it but yeah I'll, at the same time like do we really need a show out of that yeah i mean the book it's not really about being careful to keep the authoritarian government from doing this, you know, like it's not so much a people assume it's a parable or a morality tale about, you know, keeping authoritarian governments in check. But a lot of that book is actually about how people allow themselves to get apathetic about the world. And it was more about people watching television and just kind of becoming couch potatoes. (laughs) And, and and by doing so, being less concerned about the real world around them, which I think to a lot of extent has come true. Um, if they explore that kind of thing in the show, maybe that would be interesting. But I don't know. The book is pretty short. It's not the kind of thing you can really make a show out of. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I guess they're just going to really extend the, the, um, is he going to get Universe. caught? Is he yeah. going to get caught? Yeah. Uh. Oh, is he, are those people going to get caught? Oh, oh, they're not. Okay. Oh, oh. my probably question just, is. That. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying probably just a lot of the mystery of is somebody going to get caught? Yeah. 
Yeah, which is not my bag. I, I don't care for those suspense shows. I'm not a fan of shows. Really? Uh, what's the word? Really? Really? Are you not? Uh, I feel like I'm about to get uh, something Whatever thrown in my face. Show. Fuck you, man. That oh. <laughs> well, that was I was I was in on that show because of what he was doing and and. I was more interested in in what he was doing and um, admittedly not as interested. I don't know. It's hard to explain. (laughs) I gotcha. Like I I was into that show because of what he was doing. And then later on, it became a thing of where, you know, is he going to get caught or is he not? And the suspense came because I was already invested in that character. Yeah. Um, A show like I've never cared for spy characters as an example. Uh, I don't, I don't get, I don't, I don't enjoy that suspense of, are they going to pull this off or not? But I thought you liked the, uh, Mission Impossibles, man. Um, I like Mission Impossible movies because they're just fun action movies. And they don't make a lot of fun action movies these days. But I'll tell you what, I just looking at the trailer for the new one. I was like, really? Another one? It looks like the other ones. It's even got the whole like, oh, they're on the run from you know the government or something. This what time, was it? Somebody, like, somebody was all like, or maybe it's in the trailer where he's all like, eh, he's gonna get screwed over by his government and they're gonna deny him and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, that's every fucking plot. Yeah, every fucking plot is him getting betrayed. I saw a tweet or something on Reddit that pointed out like they 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 did the shorthand for the plot of every single movie and like. Is this the sixth one or the fifth one? I guess this is the fifth one. I don't know, man. We'll say if five. Can I, can, I can't. I can't hardly believe if there's six. But basically, it was. It was like, I know that's the last one. I think. Yes, uh, four out of five have been ones where they're like, where they're either betrayed by the people that run the agency, or someone from within the agency, or from someone even higher up. You know, like the government you know, is they're on the run yeah. from like yeah. basically every single movie they're on the run from the people they thought were on their side. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. I'll probably go see, uh, I don't know. That's one of those movies where like, if Jennifer says, Hey, you want to go see this? I'll be like, yeah, all right. And I'll probably enjoy it because <laughs> I do like that. Tom Cruise does all his stunts. I like all the, um, I think the last couple have had really interesting action sequences. Well, it's funny. Cause like I was, telling brandon uh on on twitter i was uh, from running on the podcast john's friend mm-hmm. uh i was telling him about how like i have movie pass and i still don't want to go see some of the damn movies that come out yeah it's just it's just two well, hours i don't want to sit there i'm like, so proud of you matt because you know that's 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 a sign of maturity that's that's someone who recognizes that like your time is valuable and even though it's free it doesn't it's not free <laughs> Well, it's like, I mean, there are some movies that, that I want to see, but it's just the the going to the theater and then having to sit there for like two hours while I watch it. Like, like, it's so much easier to just wait for it to come out on Redbox and rent it. Yeah. Or, you know, wait till it comes out on Netflix or something. And just like, you can do stuff in the background or something. You can start, you know, preparing your meals or something like that or clean mm-hmm. the house or whatever else you want to do. Yeah. And... <clears throat> So I don't know. It's like, what was it? I went and saw, like, I basically had to force myself, I think, to go see Rampage. 
I was like, I guess oh, I, I forgot about that movie. I really wanted to see, or, well, I wanted to see it in theaters. Yeah. And so I was, you know, afterwards I was like, eh. Yeah. Eh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I went and saw A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go see A Quiet Place. I got movie pass. And I was it seems like, like the kind of movie you would want to see. That feels like that movie's up your alley. Yeah. Not so much. I, I mean, mean, before going into it, you weren't really feeling it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's one of those movies that I want to see. But it's like, I don't want, do I... Do I care about going up to there, getting the movie, to, going and sitting yeah. for two hours? Like I say, it doesn't seem like it's an ordeal, but it just, I don't know. For some odd reason in my head, I make it out to be like it's like this walking 15 miles barefoot, you know, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's his first world problems. I'm like, eh, do I really want to go see movie? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like. But I know I exactly like, what you mean. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like right now, I could go watch this. I mean, I'll probably rent it at some point or something. I go watch this Life of the Party with Melissa McCarthy. It's mm-hmm. a comedy. She probably mm-hmm. she goes back to school or something. She's at a oh dorm. Blah blah I'm blah. I'm sick of the the older comedy character going back to school trope. I feel like we've had so much of that. Yeah. I could probably watch that. You know, I'd probably go watch that. Be worth my free ticket that I would get. Mm-hmm. You know, blah blah blah. But it's just the the idea of going, like. I, I like I say I'll I'll probably end up renting it, but at some point, you know. But anyways, um, trying to think what else what else do I got going on? You know I'm playing CS:GO, playing MTG Arena every now and, uh, every now and then. Talk about that game because I haven't I haven't talked to you about that game and I know that you were playing it. What? <laughs> How is it different from Magic the Gathering Online? It basically takes the Hearthstone approach. Um, meaning? Meaning, you know, you have gold, and you, you have your gold currency, which is the free-to-earn stuff, mm. and then you have another currency, which is gems. I don't know why the fuck they want gems. I guess they want mm. to be like more like mobile, I guess. <laughs> Does um, it have a mobile version? Uh, I don't think so, but I think it's made in the plat- the Unity platform, which apparently is easy to convert to mobile. Yeah, you um, would think they'd want to do that ASAP. Anyway, so they have, so they have, I think ten con- ten pre constructed decks that when you when you get in there, you can play with. Um, and they're all really pretty well themed. Um, I think they come with a couple rares. Usually, I have. One or two uncommons, and then like two or three commons of the cards that you're playing, um, mm-hmm. and then from there you can expand. You can earn packs and stuff like that. And, okay. Um, like I say, it's kind of taking the Hearthstone approach. Um, you can buy packs with gold. Um, you can do a draft. Uh, packs packs are weird, by the way. Packs are like five commons, two or three uncommons, and one rare. So it's so, uh. What is that? Five less commons, I think. Yeah. Or, and that's um, funny. They were like, it's like they were like, wow, well, Hearthstone only gives you five cards. We don't really need to yeah. give. Them. Yeah, there's Plus, no trading in this either. So, ah, uh, so it really is like mm-hmm. Magic: The Gathering Stone. Yeah. How much? So, uh, how and gold is how? How much real world world money is it to buy a pack? Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I couldn't tell you. 
Oh, so um, you don't know how much it costs to? I, mean, I, I know, but I mean, I would have to load up the program and look at it to actually tell you because I don't. Um, because you can only buy gems in certain allotments, you know, like so, like the cheapest I think you can buy is like five dollars worth. Huh. Um, so Wait. I'm not. So there's gold and there's gems. Gold can is you, what you are just like. Just well, I think I guess Hearthstone doesn't have two currencies, does it? it you no, know, it just currency. has the gold. Yeah, yeah. So in 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 here, you earn gold by playing daily games, doing daily objectives, and stuff like that. Right. You can buy packs with gold. Okay. Um, packs packs cost one thousand gold. Um. <clears throat> so you can buy you can buy gold, or you can buy the gems. You can only buy one pack for 1,000 gold. You can't buy any more. You can only buy a singular pack for 1,000 gold. So, like... Like a day, or...? You know what I'm saying is, like, that's the only quantity you can buy with gold. So, like, if you want to buy more more at one time, you can buy, like, three packs, five packs, ten packs, whatever, for gems. Like, but you can... The only thing you can buy with gold is one pack for 1,000. Does that reset? No, no. I, I, what I'm saying I'm, is, I'm missing you buy, something. You're telling me you can't buy the more than one pack with just gold at right? one time. So you at can buy time. five packs over. You can buy one, 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 one. But if you want to buy like ten packs at a time, like I want to make a bulk purchase of ten packs, I will. Yeah. You, you got to yeah. use gems to buy that. But That's if you want to click weird. multiple, if you have ten thousand gold, yes, you could probably click ten times and buy ten individual packs. That's just really, that's really fucking stupid. I don't, I don't understand why they would. Well, I don't know why, why they, they would, make would alter- because they probably don't want to show you a conversion rate. I don't know why, but no, I mean, I just don't understand why if you have ten thousand gold, you can't buy ten packs at a time. I mean, outside of like going in every time and buying one pack, maybe that's you can right click really- and purchase them t- times ten. I don't know. I'm just saying, like they have it listed one pack, one thousand gold. But gems, you can. But gems, they you show you as buy like multiple you can buy at a time. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking. Um, that's well, it's crazy. probably a selling. You know. Oh, I can buy like this. How many packs? Blah blah blah. I don't know. Well, can you um, can you put real money into the game to get gold or gems? Like, will it let you buy either no, one of those? You can only buy gems. Gotcha. 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 Um, and then once a week on the weekend, starting at at ten a.m. Central Time. On Friday, Friday, 10 a.m., they start the draft. So, like, you can, for that, up until Monday at 10 a.m., you can enter enter the draft queue, and that costs 5,000 gold or okay. 750 gems. So, you can earn 5,000 gold. How much in gems does a pack cost? I think, like, 300? Hmm. Something like that? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know okay. the monetary, like... Because I've never bought, I'm not putting money into the game, so I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Right, 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 right. Um, but you can earn that five thousand gold over the span of the week by doing the daily stuff. So, like, okay, just like in Hearthstone, you know, you have these daily quests that are like cast twenty red or blue spells, right? Attack with forty something creatures, uh, play this many lands, and so you'll have these. In, I think on a daily basis, you can swap them out for other ones. And they each have different gold values based on the difficulty or how long it might take you to accomplish it. And so, and then you ha- also have uh, a daily win goal bonus. So, f- 
for your first win, you get 250 gold for each additional win up until like five, I think. You get 100 gold. And then for every five wins throughout the week, you have your weekly goals. Every five wins get you a pack of cards. Hmm. So every five, 10, 15, 25, 20, 25, and so on. I think it goes all the way up to 20 or 25, I think. And you just keep... Uh, playing games and I assume every time you win like it's putting you up against people with the same record supposedly rank and stuff like that Um, and then the draft you get a 14 card pack so it's not like Hearthstone where it's just you pick from three cards it's actually a 14 card pack and you pick the whatever card you draft you you keep Um, like I say it costs 5,000 gold or 750 gems Mm-hmm. And uh, so you in and, and it cycles around too. So like you'll see the same cards come back around to you. I don't know if other people are seeing your stuff. Like if like there are other people in the queue with me or what, or they're saving those packs for somebody else. I don't know. Mm. Some AI is magically taking away the cards. I don't know. But you draft a full forty card deck out of that, and then you play it against people. And based on how many wins you get or three losses, you know, you get gold or you get gems. You get gems from that. So you, that's a way for you to convert your 5,000 gold into gems if you're really good. Um, and you get packs out of it. So gems and packs, you get your wins. Okay. Oh, no, I think it's a, you know, if you like magic, um, I think it's a fine there, thing to play. Is there also a constructed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you mentioned. That's what you basically play. I mean, oh, I see. If you're not doing drafts, you can yeah. only do drafts on the weekend. Um, and uh, oh, it's, oh, you can only you as can of only right now in the beta, play in drafts on the weekend. Yeah, gotcha. As of right now, they, it's like an event thing, and they'll do a draft on the weekends. I see. I see. Um, every now and then they'll, they'll do flash events. I saw a flash event last week where it's. Uh, enter your constructed deck into this and however many wins you get, you get bonus packs and gold or something like that. I was like, yeah, fuck you. I ain't trying to do that shit. I ain't got no cars to be playing no constructed. Um, and is it, uh, is it just a ladder otherwise? Uh, I don't even know if there's a ladder. Like you have a rank, but I don't, I mean, I've never, I don't know. I've never looked at a leaderboard. I don't even know if there is a leaderboard. Um, well, there's not re so Hearthstone and Overwatch are kind of similar in that you can you play against people to rate or to lower your rank, right? And then once you breach like level one in Hearthstone, you're tossed in with like two thousand other players, and you have an actual rank within that. But you never know. I don't think there's any way to know. Who is rank what? You only ever know what your rank is. Oh, okay. Unless you're watching a stream or something. Yeah, I have no. Now, Overwatch, Overwatch actually does keep up with your actual rank if you get into, <laughs> I think, Grandmaster. Yeah, I actually but, have no clue whatsoever. I've never like gone to look for my rank or anything because yeah. I'm just playing pre-constructed decks. I'm like, whatever. I don't care if I win yeah. or lose. Honestly, I'll be like, whatever. I'm just trying to meet my daily goals. <laughs> right. But um. The theme decks are really, they're really nice. I mean, I think you would like them because um, they're all like, uh, you know, the most recent sets are all about themes. So like you have pirate deck, 
You have a mer, uh, mer, merfolk deck. You have a dinosaur deck. You mm-hmm. have a cat's deck, which is like a white sphinx uh, deck. White and red. Yeah. White, no, white and green. White and green. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, I mean, as, as an old school magic player, I, I enjoyed the older sets where, you know, there'd be some elves in there and... Yeah, they they would work together, you know, mm-hmm. some elf that gets a plus one plus one for each elf in play. But I never, I didn't enjoy it when they moved into I'm trying to remember that set. Maybe it was onslaught that was heavily tribal. Does that sound right? Mm. I feel like there was a lot of tribal probably in onslaught. Yeah, probably onslaught. I didn't really care for it when magic was like, this is this is the this is the uh, tribal set. This is what we're doing. Yeah. This is and if you're going to make a tribal deck, it's here's your cards. It it didn't I mean, I guess if you have enough of those, then you get to choose what kind of cards go in your deck and maybe you could make something. But you know, I was always a uh we had a uh, Mercadian Masks was was heavy not tribal, but it was like you were either mercenaries or whatever the other one. Yeah. Was. Uh what was the other one? I don't know. One of them was like. All I remember is the white one was good because it could actually get you going up, and the other one was bad, and no one used it because it only ever let you put a smaller thing into play, (laughs) or go find a smaller thing. It was it was it was black and white, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it doesn't sound like something I'll probably getting into. I mean, you don't lose anything by trying it, you know. Yeah, no doubt. I also feel like magic much like wow is something i've played so much of that it's it's a little too old hat for me to get a lot of enjoyment out of yeah every i still got my old constructed or like yeah constructed decks and i think it's those are fun to pull out and play is sort of almost like a little miniature board game like oh let's play some magic pick a deck <laughs> uh that's why i keep but, uh, bz stuff yeah uh i have been uh, what's really been consuming my time recently is uh, Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Critical Role is something I had seen. So if you've heard of Geek and Sundry, it was at least co-founded by... I can't believe I am trying to bring her name up and now I can't remember Felicia it. Felicia Day. Felicia Day. Felicia Day, thank you. Uh, they uh, Will Wheaton does his tabletop series on Geek and Sundry and... Um, I think those are the big things you might know. And it's, they've been around for years now. Uh, and I, I think, I think it's a cool system. I, I never really latched on to any of their regulars. I've, I've watched plenty of tabletop. Uh, usually if it's, if it's a game I actually want to learn about or a game, I just think it would be fun to watch people play. And they, they do a good job of getting interesting people on there, um, to play, to play tabletop. And, uh, but and I and I'd seen just from getting on Switch once in a while that I mean there are there are people that will get on and play D and D Switch um, or Twitch stream Twitch sorry yes Twitch not Switch That's not a, the not the video game system Switch but uh, Twitch the the streaming service it's a crazy cross promotion there I don't really know if they're getting the target <laughs> audience Switch Twitch on Switch uh, and I remember seeing these people and I think I'd you know spent like two or three minutes on it. And then I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know any of these people. I don't, I don't give a shit. Move on. So, uh, being really into overwatch, 
I know pretty much every person that uh, does voice acting for every Overwatch character. And I, in fact, I follow some of them on Twitter. Uh, and I knew that the guy that did McCree is this guy named uh, Matt Mercer, who he I think he had a couple viral things uh, happen, like when the game first came out, because he would get on and, and, and play and he would talk like McCree just to freak people out. But that was all I knew about it, uh, except then I uh, later found out that he is the DM for this show, Critical Role, which is like, as far as I know, it's like the biggest thing Geek and Sundry has as far as views. Like, if you go and look at the views of stuff, it's it seems to be their flagship program. And every Thursday night, uh, uh, they get together and play. And, and the way they pitch it, I mean, every single episode starts with... Uh, this is Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play D&D. And every person on the show is a voice actor, which lends heavily towards their characters. Because they all get into the role play. Um, and I recognized Laura Bailey because years ago, when Matt and I were heavy into D- DBZ, Dragon Ball Z. And I mean, like, turn of the century. <laughs> uh, when it was when new quote unquote new episodes were airing on Toonami. Uh, I remember Matt looking up because she played, I know she played baby trunks and she played some other like go, go, go. What's the, what's Goten? the second Goten? Yeah. And I remember Matt being like this, these, this character's played by a girl. And then, you know, being like, she's pretty high. Cause she's, she's pretty cute. Um, which, you know, as a heterosexual male, those kind of things stick in your head. Uh, and you know, so like you gotta, like, look, let me explain myself. All right. Well, it's funny. I am. It, I am. It's funny how society has changed since 2000. You know, like I mean, like it was. Yeah. It was a. It was a bro thing to be like, oh man, did you look at look like this voice actress is is pretty attractive. Hi. Like, yeah. Like, now it's like I mean, she's got other qualities too, Justin. <laughs> well, I just it is it's objective it's objectification of women, right? In front of the mic, and it's talking front of the mic. There you go. Oh, I'm sorry. It's objectification of women, and it's also something something I was talking about um, with Jennifer recently. Like, you know, we we hear a lot about white privilege and male privilege, and um, but we don't talk about privilege. pretty privilege. We don't talk about pretty privilege, and that's that's. I mean, when we get through all the other privileges. It's going to be time for the attractive people because, in my opinion, there is no higher privilege than attractive. You hear us? You hear us, attractive people? We're coming from it. We're, we're coming, coming for, for you, you motherfuckers. <laughs> we're gonna. We're taking your pretty asses down. Uh, but that's 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 the god's honest. Like when you get on Twitch uh, and you look at, like, say, you click on the Overwatch channel to look at everybody. Uh, streaming overwatch top couple lines are people really the top line are some regular people usually it's people that are really good at the game and by the second line and certainly the third fourth and fifth line it's like increasing numbers of girls who are attractive and you know i don't want to assume anything but let's be honest the likelihood is that they get you know, extra viewers because they're attractive and they're playing video games. Um, so anyway, that, that got me off 
uh, topic. The point is, is I knew Matthew Mercer from voicing McCree. I knew Laura Bailey from years before, and I didn't know any of the other people. But uh, I think it was I was looking for podcasts. Just felt like I was sick of all the podcasts I listened to. I wanted something new and fresh. I was on a whim. I looked and saw. I don't even know how I heard about it. But uh, Critical Role had finished their original campaign and had started an all new campaign at the beginning of this year. And I was like, that's a perfect opportunity. You know, I'm in the mood to listen to some people play some D and D. So I load up the first episode and I listened to it. Um, you know, kind of half interested, you know, paying attention to the parts I was interested in. And I basically went from listening to the podcast to then loading up the YouTube um, upload of the stream in the background because every once in a while something would happen where everybody was laughing about something or I wanted to see somebody's reaction and I would like you know go skip to that part so I could see how that went down and then go back to listening to it to then you know having the the YouTube video run so I could look at any time if there was something interesting that happened to now like all the way down to it's it's pretty much what I do in my free time I've looked at all this fan art. I, I'm fully invested in these people. I really enjoy uh, Matthew Mercer as a great dungeon master. Um, he is wonderful at creating worlds. He's ridiculously well prepared, which I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, these people have to be getting paid to spend four hours every Thursday night to sit around and play D and D. They're all busy. They have other things to do. Some of them have children. Um, so, I mean, he's getting paid to DM, but whenever I DM'd in the past and granted I was a horrible procrastinator, but it was always difficult for me to try and come up with, be prepared for anything the players are going to want to try to do. Um, I had what I wanted to funnel them towards and I would, you know, try to try to funnel them while also trying to give them some freedom. And then if they wanted to be free, I was basically off the cuff, you know, playing it by ear. And he, He's doing that, which he's also really good at, but he's also obviously spends a lot of time coming up with like they're in a major city at this. I think they're on episode 18. I'm, I just finished episode 16. So I'm, I'm almost caught up, which uh, really hurts my heart because I've really enjoyed being able to just binge and be and you know, watch another episode whenever I want to. But they're in a big city right now and he's just fully fleshed the city out. And, and then all the players, you know, they've clearly played D and D for long enough that. Um, their their characters are interesting, and they it's the, it, it's basically exactly the kind of campaign I would love to play in or run. Uh, if if for no other reason than every player shows up every single week. <laughs> one of the one of the biggest issues I've had in the past with D and D is oh this person can't show up or these two people can't show up. Well, maybe we'll postpone till next week. All you gotta do is start paying people uh, thousands of dollars, and then they'll start showing up yeah, every week. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it, you know. But uh, I don't know; it's a really fleshed out world. These characters have backstories that are not just you know uploaded all up front. They're you know bits of backstory are coming into play, and you know you're getting a little more. And like, I don't know; I'm just I'm more invested in these characters than I have been in any other fictional serialized entertainment in a while uh it's just i don't know it's hard to explain i would recommend checking out the first stream um critical role season two uh i I think they're they're, i will say if you're gonna check out the first episode 
of season two, you need to skip like the first 20 minutes. No. Because my God. Yeah, he just goes, he's, oh, oh, they oh, go yeah, through like yeah, no. 20 minutes of sponsorships. Yeah, no, yeah, okay, I forgot, I forgot, yeah, no, Matt is right, uh, because every, and they do this every single episode, it's it's just kind of a um, housekeeping, basically, because they have, they have sponsorships, uh, Sam Regal does, I mean, he, he does fun with it, he writes, like, some goofy thing to do every single time, but, yeah, they have to do, they, you know, reiterate their charities and whatnot, and the first episode, yes, Matt is correct, there's, a, there's extra stuff they have to get through, but, yeah, uh, after that, Check it out uh, if you're if you. I've listened to some D and D. You know they're not the only people streaming or podcasting their D and D sessions. Uh, there are I have to imagine there's tens of d- dozens out there. Uh, another one is Adventure Zone, which is the McElroy brothers. Uh, I think playing with their dad even at this point. I've I've liked that on and off, but that one's a little more goofy for my tastes uh they're, they're they're more jokey which i mean they have fun in this one there's there's jokes abound um a, a lot of the fun is the 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 joke the jokey and goofy situations that happen but anyway that's that's what i'm super into right now um the other thing i'm really into is i loaded up a game called octogeddon and it is from the creator the original designer of plants vs. zombies george fan uh, something happened. It's actually kind of funny. I didn't even know this game. Well, at the time at the, the game was coming out like a few months ago, someone had George fan on a podcast wherein he kind of dished a little bit about him leaving Popcat Cause he worked at PopCap at the time. And when they were making plants versus zombies two, after EA had bought PopCap. They were like, we want you to do this. We want you to do that. We want these microtransactions and this. And he basically was like, fuck this shit. I'm out. Um, and at the time, you know, should, in, in the thread, it, we should all applaud that. Right. I mean, like, absolutely. I mean, like when when people, you know, take a stand for something, even though it won't, even though it, it ultimately ends up being meaningless because, right, you know, they're still going to they're still going to do what they want to do. This guy, you know, he he made the stand that he made, and he and and I, I hope that I hope that it re- was reflected at least and like somehow diminished the game at least in some people's eyes, and also, you know, maybe the quality was poor because he wasn't a part of that team anymore. Oh, hundred percent. But Cause I I was a big fan of Plants vs Zombies, and I yeah. put hours into that game, and I bought the sequel and I played a good chunk of it. I'm not gonna say I didn't play a lot of it because there was new stuff, but ultimately I kept running into paywalls and that whole EA. Well, it's, I mean, it's honestly, it's what all of mobile has turned into at this point. Yeah. Which is why I barely play mobile games anymore because there aren't a lot of them that don't have some sort of gym system. Uh, so, you know, when that when that interview came out, you know, on Reddit, it was also like, oh, also, he's making a game right now. Or I think I looked at his Twitter account or something. I was like, oh, he's making a new game. Uh, and, you know, Plants vs. Zombies was so creative and fun and interesting to me. I was immediately interested in that. Uh, that's not to say that I bought the game when it came out. Uh, <laughs> I think it came out like right around the time I was moving. But I, you know, I logged it in the back of my head. And this, this weekend it was 
uh, 33% off. So I went ahead and bought it. And let's be honest, Justin, you're not making critical role money here. I mean, you can't really <laughs> buy new games as they come out. Well, that, that is true too. E- even new games that come out for uh, $13 new. <laughs> uh, and, and that is the sad fact of steam is when you, when you pay full price for a game on steam, you're kind of like, I know that I should wait around for this. And there aren't a lot of games that I have bought at full price on steam uh, because inevitably they go on sale. And uh, so Octageddon is a game where you are a giant octopus uh, and you, the, the story premise basic is, is goofy. Uh, he's watching television and uh, I think he sees, oh, that's what it was. He He's watching a chef show and he realizes that humans cook and eat octopus. And so he gets real mad and he decides to attack uh, uh, New York. I think he's, I think it starts with New York. And so the actual gameplay is it starts off. You're, you're actually floating through the water. You're on, you're continuously moving forward and you're in the middle of the screen. You can't move your position on the screen. You're in the center of the screen. All you can do is rotate your octopus and you only start with two tentacles. Um, and when you rotate, those tentacles also rotate. And Wait, why things do I only will... start with two tentacles? I just, you know, I mean, <laughs> uh, gameplay purposes, I guess. Uh, so things will come at you like submarines real slow. And if they hit you, it'll take a heart off. But if you get your if you rotate so that your tentacle is in the way, the tentacle does sort of like an overtime damage to whatever it's touching. So it's very short range and it's more than enough for the early enemies. I think you like kill anything in one hit. So all you got to do is basically make sure your tentacles in the way. And then at the end of the, and as you're killing things, you're getting money at the end of the level, you get a random choice of like three upgrades and the upgrades are like genetic DNA. Basically you can, attach a piece of an animal (laughs) where your tentacle was and it's and it's and it's your classic arcade style upgrade for example you can attach a chicken head tentacle that fires uh chicken eggs at a slow rate but anything they hit it does like a burst damage it's like explosive damage or you can attach a snake head and the snake shoots venom but the venom only goes so far it shoots faster than the eggs but it only goes so far so it's short range but the eggs will go across the whole screen and there are all kinds of i mean there's a there's a penguin head that'll slow stuff slow stuff down if it hits it there's a bee head that will fire stingers but the stingers home in on stuff uh there are uh uh, crab claws that only will clamp down at a slow rate. So they don't hit anything at range, but they do, they do lots of damage every time they attack. Um, And you're, you can buy more tentacles to add, of course, because if you only had two, you wouldn't be much of an octopus, even though you start that way. Uh, And, you know, the tentacles cost progressively more. And it's, it's, it's a, it's one of those games. I don't want to, I don't even want to say the word roguelike, because it's not in any way a roguelike, except that when you die, you are also accumulating these clams, your secondary <laughs> uh, currency. And then you can spend those in the shop to either like skip 
early levels or, you know, give yourself an extra tentacle every time you start and then you start the whole game over again. Uh, or buy upgraded DNA to get like better heads that can show up in the store. Oh, so it's a octopus it's, game that's roguelike. Okay, I got you. It's sort of in in that every time you die, you start over, but you can improve, like basically make the game easier for you each time you play. And uh, it's that's the game. After after each each level is like half underwater, and then you fight a boss, and then you crawl up on land. And on land, you actually do have control of yourself, your position, except it's you're 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 flat on the ground, so you can roll forward, or you can roll backwards. And you can use that to kind of position yourself around the enemies so that they're easier to beat. And also you'll come upon buildings that you have to work down rampage style to get them out of your way. Uh, and then, you know, then you fight another boss and then you destroy, like, for example, in New York, you destroy the Statue of Liberty and then you beat the level. Uh, if it's a lot like Plants vs. Zombies in a way because you're upgraded. Well, I guess it's not. No, because Plants vs. Zombies is a definite game where you can keep playing every... You can keep trying a level until you beat it. It's a defense game, too. I mean, like... Yeah, well, no. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, like, it's it's like that because you're finding upgrades to make things easier. But, I mean, Plants vs. Zombies, you also, sp- I think, spent currency outside the game to... No, I guess they just give you new plants that you can plant, like more powerful plants. Uh but yeah, this game is addictive. It's exactly the kind of game I like to play where you're making runs at the game and, you know, seeing how far you can get this time and, and trying different things out. Like one time I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna, because most of the time you end up with like a penguin to slow things down. There are, uh, what's the word? Um, cloaked enemies. And the only way to uncloak those is either to attach an angler head, which shines a light on things or even better, there's a firefly head, wait, wait, which wait. the the bullets it you sh- don't shoot ink anglerfish. and make them show up. You not no, you don't shoot ink at any time. Oh, no, that's no. that's a terrible. You think like that would be the best way to reveal cloak well, people. Take, yeah, I don't know. Actually, wouldn't that just cloak them further? No, they would be covered in and covered in ink now. Huh. Right. Well, you know how like when people no, are invisible, no. they throw up powder or something. And like I can see you now. Oh, okay, I see, they turn on the I see what you're saying. I see you're saying. Like, sprinklers are hitting you now. I see what you're saying. Or like that scene in uh, The Incredibles when Invisible Girl is underwater and he throws dirt into right, the water. Right, 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 right. Okay, I see what you're saying. No, there's nothing like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's that's a really. I'm this really enjoying a terrible it. Really designer. Enjoying I take back it. everything I said about him about pop. Oh, come on now. He's a horrible. He doesn't know there's, what there's a there's a there's a swordfish head and it acts like a chainsaw and I love using it to to tear down buildings with. Doesn't even know what he's doing. Wait, a swordfish acts like a chainsaw? Wouldn't that be like the other guy the Oh, not a swordfish. Yeah. It's the uh what is that fucking There's there's actually a shark that looks like it has yeah, a chainsaw yeah, for a yeah. nose. What the hell are those things? Is it guess it's sawtooth? I don't know. Chainsaw, saw, saw. It's a saw shark. Saw shark redemption. Shark. Saw shark redemption. Now I want to make a. I want to make a movie. It's called Saw Shark Redemption. And, it's, yeah, it's a saw shark. It's, a, yeah. it's 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 all about. Uh, uh, it's a, It's basically the saw shark getting out of jail. It's basically a sci-fi original movie, and it's about the a, a giant saw shark like killing people. 
I don't know what the redemption part is, but yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then can you get a hammerhead and just smash people? Smash a hammer, a hammer shark, and then hammerhead shark. There is no hammerhead shark. I guess he figured the sawtooth would be uh, what you're looking for. Is there for a swordfish? There. Can I get a swordfish and spear people? There's wow. no swordfish. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you. You're just enforcing my reinforcing well, the, my idea that this guy's a terrible designer. The saw shark kind of the saw shark kind of fills all no. that fills fills all that role there. No. <laughs> what else? What uh, else could you have? Uh, you could have a uh, you got one of those puffer fishes. There is a puffer okay. fish power up. Yeah, because there's also these power ups you can get. Uh, they don't attach to you; they just float around with you. And then they're kind of like bombs in a um, shmup style game, like a shoot 'em up style game. You just you you press both buttons, and then like for the puffer fish, it just blows up so big that it hits uh, everything that's directly around you. They're they're oh shit. Powers. What about uh, what about that 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 one fish, that creepy looking fish that has the dangling thing in front of it? You know that they found. Like, that's the angler fish. That is yeah. the fish that shines a spotlight and lets you reveal cloaked enemies. Uh, but it is strictly inferior to the firefly fish because the firefly fish. It reveals enemies, but also it uh, shoots projectiles. Can the octopus get get a, get a squid attachment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would actually be pretty interesting. Like it could yeah, shooting it would be. This designer's terrible. I mean, that would be fucking weird, especially if you covered yourself in them. Well, it it it, it prove who's better, the squid or the octopus? <laughs> Clearly, the octopus. Yeah. Well, I think the squid wins that because there are gigant, giant versions of those floating around deep underwater, and octopuses only get so big. So, so you know, I think they've. So you know. well, it's true. I mean, we don't we don't once get stories get, about krakens get, from nothing. Once you get down to twenty thousand leagues, yeah, shit changes. You know, that's when shit gets. Real. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Can you get a? Uh, I, I don't know much other. If it ain't a fucking shark, I don't. Killer well, can I get killer well attachment? Basically, kills everything because it's a killer. Whale. I have not seen a kill. Oh, that's clever. It's clever. I've not seen a killer whale attachment. I do like the. There is a frog attachment, and the frog sticks its tongue out, and whatever it sticks to, it grabs it and keeps it from proceeding. And also, when you rotate, it bashes at the end of its tongue that thing into other stuff really satisfying because you just like if there's a bunch of enemies coming at you you just grab one of the biggest enemies because it has like a certain level of hit points like the bigger the enemy is the longer it'll last Mm. and you just start swinging it around just bashing and shit out of everything around you (laughs) what about like a manta ray man no no manta ray attachment Mm. all right well this guy's terrible all right (laughs) what else what else what else going on i think that's i think that's pretty much it that's that's it well i mean that's Critical Role and Octagon? Well, I talked enough about all those things. I didn't write anything else down. I could tell you about how my leg has been hurting me, but that's not very interesting. Um, I still, oh, uh, me and me and Jennifer are going to Mount St. Helens next yeah. weekend. Yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Hopefully it doesn't blow up. The uh, The anniversary was uh, on May 18th yeah. of the original. So you tweeted? Well, not the original. It's actually a really, act- as far as volcanoes are concerned, it's a really active volcano. It's the most active is volcano. Is there one going in- up in Hawaii right now or something? There is one uh, going off. It's not like a full-on, what we would consider a volcano, although technically Hawaii is a volcano, oh. basically. Multiple volcanoes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's totally crazy. It's like see- shooting lava hundreds of yards into the air and, and flowing. It, it ate a car. 
I think most people probably saw the video of it eating a car. I don't think it like ate a car. No, it totally like. I don't think it 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 consumed the car and uh and gained valuable nutrients <laughs> from all that metal. And then it was able to spit more lava out. It was like, oh. And then it and then it it spat uh it spat the 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 hubcaps out like. It was like, oh, they gave me a that. terrible heartburn. <laughs> But uh, it's really it's really yeah. sad if that car didn't blow up, you know. You know, you really want that car to blow up. Oh, totally. I mean, like you're like, oh yeah, like, this car's I mean, not. I don't think it this did. Car didn't blow up. I mean, that's kind of disappointing, you know. You're like, I mean, you expect <laughs> when a car gets consumed by lava, it's gonna blow up. I mean, like, how does a how does a tank of gasoline getting consumed by lava not explode? Like, it's just. It goes against. All Does it have to explode though? You know, gas just. I mean, it just. It's just flammable. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. I always assume if it's in a compressed state. Yes, you are right about that. All the. Uh, <clears throat> that's why, like, something about your your like uh, when you when you take the gas nozzle off, right? I mean, I guess all cars have pretty good ventilation at this point, but I feel like older cars you had to like kind of you wanted to let that gas out a little bit. <laughs> When you open the the valve, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah, because gasoline like turns into a vapor, yeah. and yeah. Well, I just assume you know once you put gas into a tank and you close off that tank, it's now into like a uh, compressed. You know, not compressed, but like a vacuum, and that anything if it was to ever ignite, it would cause a combustion explosion. That's what I always thought. Like if I was right. to put gas into a bottle, a Coca-Cola bottle and sealed up the bottle and then I shook it up or something and I threw it somewhere into a fire, I would expect it to blow up for some odd reason. I don't know. Just cuz I like made pressure in it. I don't know. That's my that's how I think Matt of facts. things. When I, pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt facts. If it's pressure, like like uh, a pressure cooker, like if I was to like start cooking food and I took a gun and I shot my pressure cooker while I was cooking food. I expected to blow the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, it probably would. I mean, maybe not like a super big explosion, but it would, I'm sure it would tear a, tear a big hole and make a loud noise. Matt, did yeah. you know that saw sharks are, and I'm going to try to pronounce this of a vulvivipper. Oh my God. A vulvivipperous. O V O V I V I P A R O U S. Man, I don't even know. A vulviviparous. A vulviviparous. Meaning eggs hatch inside of the mother. That's all that means. Wait, what? Eggs hatch inside of the mother. Well, which is fascinating because that wait, means wait. that they are, they form inside of eggs. They don't just, they're not just swimming around like in, in wait, there. Does eggs make them mammals? No. No. I think the only mammals that hatch eggs are platypuses. Maybe echidnas? But. I thought something having eggs made them something. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think that that's a common trait of reptiles and amphibians and fish and birds. But yeah, that's, that's uh, interesting. The eggs, because so not but, only do they make but, eggs, but the eggs hatch inside but, of the mother. But, yeah, but doesn't that technically happen to humans too? Uh, no, because the idea. So for an the human forms from 
the egg of the woman, but she's but it still has to grow inside of the woman. Like it can't come out at that time yeah. and be healthy. And then it hatches, and then it pops out. No, nine months later. No, 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 Matt. That's not. That's not. That's yeah. not how that works. They're all covered in that, covered in that egg goop. Hmm. The, the afterbirth, <laughs> the after egg. Yeah. The, the delicious and the and the is yeah. Left. You fry that up with some eggs. Mm. <laughs> Vegans delight. Mm-mm. Uh, Good eating. You did remind. You did. For some reason, I remembered something else. Uh, <laughs> did you see Deadpool two? Did you go and see it? Ah, oh, you didn't go to see it. Okay. Well, you can talk about it. I don't care. Uh, I will just say that. I mean, I saw you say it was like you know, meh. You know, <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. It's like the second watching of Deadpool 1. It is exactly yeah. like the second watching of Deadpool 1, Matt. I was just about to give that yes. story. So Matt and I saw Deadpool 1 and laughed our asses off. It felt fresh and funny. Like, all oh, these credits are funny. They're jumping right into it. Deadpool don't give a fuck. This is fun. And and I remember, you know, liked it so much. And I think Matt had the same opinion. Let's go back and see it again next weekend. And we're just like, huh. Yeah, this is, eh, I remember that being funny last week. You know, it was just, it's like, and so Deadpool 2, I don't want to make it sound like it's the same movie. It's definitely, right. there's lots of. But it's the same comedy. It is, man. Not only is it like the same style of comedy, like they go back. So you remember, I'll, this is a, a mild spoiler, I guess. You remember how his friend TJ, whatever the fuck that guy is, TJ ostracized TJ from Hollywood now. Yeah, TJ Miller. Yeah. TJ Miller. In the first movie, after Deadpool gets fucked up, burnt up, they have this like exchange where they like they they go into like you look detail. like an avocado fucked a whatever ma- geological map of Utah. Yeah, or some shit like that. and then they had a baby and kept it, and like that's a funny scene. Uh, the first time you see it, and it's, it's humorous enough. The second time, they do more of that in this movie. Yeah, like they do more of those those jokes. I got it. Yeah, and I assumed as much. I see. I I was hoping that That's, they would do something. They do, and it's not like it just it's all just retreads of the same humor. There, right. There's new stuff there, but they also. So in the first movie, they Deadpool like Deadpool in the comics is known for breaking the fourth wall and mm. making what's called meta humor jokes. Like he'll make a joke about the real world or real yeah. Hollywood, and he does it like two or three times in the first movie. Catches you off guard in a good way, and it's funny. And you're like, oh wow, you know he made that reference. This movie he does it like all the time, and it just yeah. it's like. Deadpool 2 is like when you see a meme for the first time and you see three or four of the variations on the meme and they're like, ha, it's funny. Oh, that's a good one, too. And then it's day three and people are still posting new versions. And you're like, "Okay, guys, you've run into the ground. This is this meme is dead. It's not funny anymore. Stop it. That's Deadpool 2 for me. And other people will get more out of it. Like my my sister and brother-in-law loved it. Um I think there is a really, so if you've seen it in the marketing, you know that they're like, oh, this is sort of the introduction of, or seemingly the introduction of Mm X-Force. That pays off in a hilarious scene 
Uh, there is a mutant, the mutant Domino, which I didn't realize this. I didn't know much about Domino from the Marvel comics that she was kind of a blind spot for me, but apparently she has, I always thought a different mutant character had this ability, but she has the ability that she's just really lucky. Oh, so she's like long shot, long shot. Thank you. I I was pretty sure that was long shots ability, right? Yeah. He just, he changes probability to be in his favor. Yeah. Well, she is just. I mean, the happy go, literally a happy go lucky character. Like things, thing, bad things basically can't happen to her, and she, she's so she's super casual about it. Like as you would expect, a character that just like never has to worry about anything. And it's her scenes are like the most clever and interesting part of the movie. Like it's if you're at all interested, if you like the first movie, if you're if you're waffling on it, I would go ahead and go. There are other mutants that pop up that it's like, oh, okay, cool, you know. Uh, like I said, it's fine. If you like the first movie, go definitely see it. Uh, if you love the first movie, you'll probably love this one. Uh, for some reason I was just, was just let down somehow. I, I, I Deadpool, the character wore on me. You know how in the movie there are straight, you know, there's straight characters that Deadpool annoys because of Deadpool's who he is. But we're all like, oh, that's hilarious. Like I was starting to feel like one of those characters. (laughs) Uh, so well, it's because anyway. you know it ran its toll for you. It it really does just run its run its course. Um, I'm sure they'll do a Deadpool three. The Deadpool two seemed to do really well. Well, well they, they, uh, Ryan Reynolds has alluded that they, it, there wouldn't probably be a Deadpool three. It'd probably be a X Force movie. Okay, well, I'm totally into that because Deadpool is the perfect character to not be the main character. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. Well, he would probably Deadpool, still be like the main character. Right. But he would be like probably or something. Of but see, that's difficult because like Deadpool is such a fucking, uh, what's the word? Um, Goofball? he's a fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fuck off. He's not a good leader for a serious team. Yeah. He is a perfect. And, and I mean, he was in X-Force for a while and I'm sure he was a perfect, like member of the team. That's goofy. But okay, you know, he's reliable, but also goofy and, you know, he's comic relief and fun, but he damn well ain't going to lead the team because we need a serious character. Like if they, and the, and, and, and the movie kind of ends alluding to uh, an X-Force type movie, but I don't, he really does not need to be the leader. But again, <laughs> to your point, there's no way he can't be the main character because he is, you know, he, he's. He is what's popular. <laughs> you know, he is he is the face of that side of the yeah. universe. Well, I mean, so I don't know as much as, you know, Wolverine was the face of X- X-Men, you know? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Wolverine was was always the carrier of the X-Men team for some reason. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, you mean in the movies? Yeah, in the movies. Yeah. Well, Wolverine has always been a really popular character. Yeah. He's he's easily the most popular X-Men. To me, um, Rogue was always the most popular to me. I mean, like, yeah, I liked her. What? Yeah, I mean... Oh, for you? Yeah, for me. Okay, yeah. I always enjoyed her, her, her that, that ability that she had, where she could absorb. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Nightcrawler yeah. guy. I mean, I like all the X-Men. Yeah. But... I'm a I'm a fan of Nightcrawler. I think he's a really interesting character, and I and I really like Wolverine. I, I admittedly like when I when I think about how fun it would be to be one of the X Men in my head. I think about being Wolverine. Yeah, not basically not be able to get hurt, 
jump around with claws out, cut anything. Apparently have super strength. Sounds too, great. Uh, some degree. Yeah, some degree. I'm sure there's some comic where he like lifts up a, 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 a an 18 wheeler yeah. or something. They always manage to put some strength in on these characters. Yeah. I wonder what the heaviest thing Cyclops is lifted. I wonder how far they push that one. Surely, hopefully, he's not lifting anything yeah, too heavy. He's just like a normal guy that shoots laser beams out of his eye. Right, right. I mean, he's muscular. <clears throat> but um, yeah, my thing, like you talk about Deadpool, is one of the reasons why I didn't go see Super Troopers too. I think that's what me and Brandon mm. got a, got got in a debate about the whole movie pass thing. It was like like I like I could go watch Super Troopers two, but I have this expectation that it's just going to be like Super Troopers one, and I don't really. I mean, like I thought Super Troopers one was really funny at the time when I was when it came out. But as an adult yeah. now, when I go back and watch Super Troopers one, I'm like, uh, like uh, humor's yeah. kind of like dead to me. It's like uh, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, well, it's it's juvenile. I mean, that's what Deadpool humor is. It's very juvenile. Yeah. And so I didn't go. I didn't go see Super Troopers two when it was in theaters. Um, mm-hmm. Even when I had the you know the movie pass, and I was like, I could go movie see pass, it, you know? right? Uh, Comedies, especially. I mean, I'm sure you're like me. Like, if it's not some big. Basically, if it doesn't have a big budget, it's hard for to get me to go sit in the theater to well, watch it. <laughs> well, like, I should have went and saw Isle of Dogs. Like, yeah, I, I really yeah. meant to go see Isle of Dogs while it was in theaters. I was like, I should go see Isle of Dogs. I should go see Isle of Dogs. But then I thought about like, I mean, I didn't go see Moonrise Kingdom. I didn't go see like half of his stuff when it came out, even though I really enjoy him every time. But right, I, right. I just feel like I could just I'd rather enjoy setting down eating a meal in my living room and watching it yep. than I would. And this is why the movie industry or movie theaters are dying, except that they're apparently not because movies keep, you know, blowing out the old. Well, only, only the big stuff. It seems like, no, you're right. I was just about to say, I, I, I take that back. It seems like, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, yeah. basically, <laughs> basically Disney gets to Which, show up. And make a ton of money. Which nowadays, I don't know who and everybody else. Umbrella, like, I mean, let's see. Like, I mean, you even look at this this month. I remember thinking that if, uh, Avengers: Infinity War was coming out to to kick it off. Disney, yeah. Deadpool, which is owned by Fox, which is apparently being purchased by Disney. Yeah, they, they keep saying it's going to get purchased by Disney, but hasn't that been talking for like a couple months now, at least? Yeah, no, I mean that's a good. You're right because I saw something recently that made it seem like someone else was going to bid on Fox and that it wasn't even close to a done deal. But let's see here. It looks like I see a I see a a headline that says as Disney moves forward with Fox. Hmm. So I guess I guess it's a I guess it is a done deal at yeah. this point. But so so I mean Fox is still not owned by Disney yet, but yeah, you know they will reap the future benefits of any Deadpool properties. And you've got Pixar, you've got all the Disney non-Pixar CG movies. I mean, who else? I guess DreamWorks still gets a hit every once in a while. I, mean, I don't even know what DreamWorks put out last. I don't even know what's coming out this summer also to be excited about. Jurassic, Ant-Man versus Wasp or Ant- Ant-Man Wasp. Oh, Jurassic World. There you go. Universal. That is That is probably the other big franchise right now because Jurassic World did... Boy ridiculous money you saw that first trailer right fallen yeah. kingdom i watched yeah. most of it have you seen the most recent one? No. Oh man 
the plot changes drastically. Really? Oh man. Like, well, I'll be, I'll be sure to avoid that yeah. because, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer, is a big old school Jurassic park, uh, fan. So like it's, and I, we both enjoyed the last movie, at least as far as a popcorn movie. So we'll, we'll be, we'll be butts and yeah, seats for that the one. The plot just is like, pfft. like you thought, you know, that, that first trailer was all like, Oh, okay. This is what they're doing. They're showing the whole fucking movie. Then like the most recent trailer, like, damn, now you are showing me the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Like if they had just kept yeah. them, uh, releasing that second trailer, you would have gone into that being like, okay, yeah. wow. And then just be pleasantly surprised. But no, <laughs> yeah. of course the final trailer has the, to walk you through the whole goddamn the first movie. trailer is like a teaser for this one. Because yeah, <laughs> a teaser for the full trailer. So, yeah, ugh, well, yeah. If, uh, so so yeah, it'd be like the Cloverfield uh, teaser that we saw. There's like you know, for like ten minutes right. or whatever. That was like basically the equivalent of that Jurassic Park first trailer. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's good to hear. Well, theoretically, the script was not the greatest yeah. in the first movie, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first movie, I enjoyed it as a pop. Like I said, I enjoyed it as a popcorn movie. Uh, it's not great acting. It's not great directing. It's not great script writing. So I tell you, you're not going to go watch Solo. Um, I don't know if I will. I'm not hearing the greatest well, things it about it. Bad. It looks better than Last Jedi. Well, yeah. That, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Define looks better. It, I it looks watch, like it would be more entertaining than Last Jedi. <laughs> Well, it has to be, right? <laughs> like, yeah. as a default, it'll be more of a Star Wars they give movie. give Han, like, actual Jedi powers in this one. And then at the end of it, strip them away somehow. And I would be, I would think that would oh, be that more would be believable the... than The Last Jedi. Ah! Wow. Ah! I actually hope that it doesn't have any Jedi in it, it at all. I mean, there may be. I suspect it won't. Yeah. It shouldn't. I mean, one of the things that I love about Rogue One is that there's no Jedi in, in it until the very end when Vader shows up and does his fucking awesome scene like that. You know, they in in the movies, they always give this idea that Jedi are, you know, force users are rare. They're they're whispered about. Some people don't even believe they exist. And Rogue One is a great example of that. You know, these people don't even fucking deal with force bullshit the whole movie. And then Vader shows up and shows them what's going on. I don't know. I just always want lightsaber. I don't know. So I'll, if it, I'll come forward for Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. I like the universe. I mean, that's why we play the Jedi games, right? Oh, I like the Star Wars games. You like to throw the fucking Jedi. You like to throw the fucking lightsaber, and you like to fucking knock laser blasters away. You're like, wee wee. Yeah. Jedi Outcast is the best Star Wars or best <clears throat> Jedi game ever made for sure. It was fucking great. So, but anyways, uh, all right then. Uh, we did get, uh, I think we did get an email in. Let's see here. Okay. All right. So we got a couple of emails in. Zach writes in, hey, guys, been listening since back in the BC WoW days. Just wanted to say thanks for keeping the podcast running for so long. I still look forward to it every few weeks or whenever you get together to do it. Um <laughs> Two in a row. Been playing Subnautica since shortly after it was talked about on the podcast, and that game is amazing. I made it pretty far into the game. I also got an Oculus Rift a bit ago and checked it out on that, and it's terrifying in the depths. 
I know Matt was semi-interested about wanting to get one or some VR headset. Matt, personally, Super Hot VR is such an immersive game. You should you should for sure check it out. Anyways, I'm about to finally finish Chrono Trigger for the first time after years of renting when it first came out and having to start over countless times when I was younger and now finally owning it. Are there any games that have been haunting you finally uh, have been haunting you finally finish after many years? Thank you all for continuing to do this podcast that I always look forward to. Thanks, Zach. P.S. Do you guys ever play games with fans? It's unfortunate that Justin quit playing Overwatch recently. Get back into it and let's play. Uh-huh. And he gives us this he gives us this Steam and Battle.net IDs. So. Send that to me and I'll, I'll friend him uh, up. I, I will play Overwatch again. There's that is that's not a game I, I'm just gonna. It's not like WoW where I felt like I'd given all that I could give to the game and just had no interest in playing again. I I love playing Overwatch. I I don't. I, I assume at some point I will not want to play Overwatch again, but. I will definitely play. I'm trying to stay strong and not get back in for the anniversary event. Um, I was actually looking to see if I could buy that. Uh, uh, they 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 did a pretty cool thing. Mercy skin. Mercy skin. Yeah they 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 hooked up with a a very good charity because uh, people were quick to be sure that this wasn't the Susan B. Komen Foundation, which is fucking a terrible foundation. Um. And it's a it's a good charity for uh, breast cancer, and you pay fifteen dollars for one mercy skin. I know I know it sounds like I'm setting it up to talk shit about it, but all proceeds go to this charity, and they have sold the shit out of these things. So it's it's a really cool it's a really cool thing, and it goes up through today. All proceeds through today. Yes. Well, I think so. I don't. You can't buy. That's why I'm skeptical. As far as I know. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure they're taking. The way they worded it didn't. The way they worded it made it seem like we're going to keep on selling it, but the proceeds. I don't know. I mean, because I think I think I think it's meant to be a pride thing. Like, if you bought this, it shows that you gave fifteen dollars for breast cancer charity. I don't. I don't think they're going to keep providing it. I think that it'll probably come back in a year or something. Um, which I mean, one one might ask, oh, why not just have it all the time? Like it's you're just going to yeah. give the money to charity, just keep giving. Money. That's a good thing. Let's yeah. let's just have that all the time. Um, but uh, and it's and it's pretty cool. Like it's not just. I mean, it's a, it's a totally unique skin. It's it's a legendary level skin. She's got a totally different outfit, and apparently, it she has new lines and like her gun shoots sparkles. It's mm. sort of like uh, the best comparison is that it's like a magical girl anime type skin like sailor moon or something um i wanted i needed i need to look open the doorway today to see if i can buy it on the store without loading the game up i think i can i don't think you can buy it i think i stopped earlier today uh it says today is the last day let's see here choose your platform Anyways, is there a game, Justin, you know, that you've played in maybe Nintendo era, Sega Genesis era, Super NES, all that kind of stuff that you didn't quite beat, but now you could probably go back and play it if you wanted to? Fuck that shit. I'm 37, almost 38, and I regularly go back to games that I remember being very good at and just get my ass handed to me. Not completely, (laughs) but yeah. yeah, Because you don't have that 
square rectangle controller right in your hand. <laughs> well, you play it. I, yeah. Well, that that probably is that probably is the reason. But so no, there's there's no game. I mean, I, I guess I guess the question ultimately is there a game that I regret not being able to finish that I'd like to go back to. The answer to that is no. Uh, <laughs> I pretty much. I mean, if I cared about it enough, I beat it. I don't think there's anything that was too hard that I would like to go back to. Not even, not even, not even games that are famously um, hard, but also good, like original Castlevania. I have no need to go back and prove that I can beat Castlevania, the original. Fuck that game. You have no what air was, control on that game. I don't. I don't like. like it. Yeah, there's like a spaceship game where you launched a spacecraft, a shuttle. Oh, like as a, like uh, 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 you mean the like as a simulation of actual yeah, NASA type stuff? Kerbal yeah. Space Program? Uh, was that on Nintendo? Oh no 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 no! Yeah, this is a Nintendo game. I have no idea what you're talking about. And it was like you would load it up, and you would like have a ro- you would have it, it looked like you know Challenger or something like that. You know the old space shuttles from the eighties, and it would be setting on its side. Oh, space Indeed. shuttle project! <laughs> wow, are you, are you just I making never, it up? Or is that no, really what it is? No, I just I googled it. It's a real thing. Okay, I cannot believe I've never heard of this. Well, I kind of can believe I've never heard of this. I definitely would have glossed. They made completely tons of it. Nintendo games back in the day. So yeah, well, that and also I would have been like space shuttle, and I would have looked at the back and said, "Fuck this." <laughs> Well, it's one of those Real games world space are, shuttles don't have lasers on them. <laughs> it was one of those games where, like, uh, I probably rented it from like Time Zone or something, you know? Yeah, it was like my mom would take me there, like on a Friday yes. or something. Oh my god, yes, we pro- we probably <laughs> passed by each other randomly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyways, um, Kevin wrote I in. Rent, I used to. Sorry, you you brought up Time Zone, and I just okay. have to say yeah. that was the only place in town where you could rent Game Boy games. Uh, Game Gear games and motherfucking Sega CD games, which let me tell you, you 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 didn't play Sega CD games unless you went and bought those things because they didn't sell a lot of them. Uh, It was not a popular, there's not a popular add-on. Well, they also had. I I remember seeing the 32X there. Yes, like you could rent you could rent a 32X from them. Oh uh, man, and I was just you know I, I always thought it was like what was it? I remember going to Blockbuster. And asking asking about renting a Virtual Boy, I was like, <laughs> I want to rent a Virtual Boy, and they're like, yeah. All right, well, you have to put down like it was like an astronomical deposit, you know. It was like fifty dollars, probably, right? <clears throat> Something crazy, like as if which was as if you're renting a VCR from them. That, that's what the yeah. equivalent was. Like it was like hardware. Well, that's all that they. Renting. Yeah, that's all. That's the only model they had to go on. Yeah. And I just remember, and then I remember, like maybe like a year later, KB Toys was going out of business. I think it was KB Toys. It might have been Circus World. I don't remember. And <laughs> I remember the Virtual Boy was on sale for like fifteen dollars. And I thought, I'm not paying fifteen dollars for that shit. And now I wish I would have <laughs> paid fifteen dollars for it. I mean, why not? Yeah, fucking dollars. Yeah. Like, I mean, to have to have that horrible piece of history. <laughs> That brain, Ugh. that that headache-inducing piece yeah, of history. They had one. They had one at Blockbuster on on demo, and I remember you know putting my head into it, 
and trying to play Mario Tennis. And I was like, fuck this. This is stupid. Like that that game that that system basically ruined the career of the creator of the Game Boy. Yeah. He which is crazy to me. Like I feel like if you come up with the Game Boy and everything well, at the time all they had was the Game Boy. Yeah. But if you come up with the Game Boy, I feel like you get yeah. you get one. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Miss? Like you get a one yeah. off. Like, fuck yeah. you. I come up with but, Game Boy, motherfucker. <laughs> But yeah, because that was such a flop, and it was one of those things. Like, I guess well, Nintendo just went with it because everyone knew it was stupid. Well, I think the the flop was the color, like the, like it just didn't red, right? Well, yeah, but I guess that was and it hurt people's yeah, eyes. I don't know like, why they. Just, well, I think yeah, red is red and black. That is rough on the eyes. They should have gone with like a blue. Or I don't something. know, man. It was just like, and and it was just hard to tell where stuff began and ended because it's it vector you know it's just like right you don't know where like you got to imagine a fucking walls there but you don't know because it's a fucking black yeah 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 oh there's two lines there oh, okay so this is a wall what is, is it a doorway i don't know you didn't really fucking draw it out for me here um kevin writes in says coke freestyle hello kevin here i just wanted to, to agree with you about what you said about coca-cola freestyle machine last week justin last week uh jeremy Complained about how Dr. Pepper uh, at the free Coca-Cola freestyle machines, you couldn't add vanilla or cherry, one of the two, or something like that, to the Dr. What? Pepper. Uh, That's bullshit. So uh, this is in regards to that. It says, it sucks that they restrict you to specific combinations of flavors with certain drinks. Yeah. You may or may not remember that in a long time ago, they used to sell vanilla Dr. Pepper. But now you can only get cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. You are unable to get just vanilla with Dr. Pepper, and it sucks. That said, up. if you use the app, there are a number of decent mixes that combine several drinks together to get unique flavors. I am particularly fond of the Alana's Bobsled Rush, which was a flavor they made for the Olympics. Ah. But Jeremy talked last week about how he has to, like, trick. I think he was, like, he wanted Bart's root beer, now that I think about it, with, like, different flavors or something. So he had to, like, trick the machine because apparently the machine will disperse the flavor first, like the flavoring additive. <sighs> so he would have to tell it, I want yeah. a cherry Coke or something like that. And he would hit that and it would shoot the cherry into his Coke or into his cup. And then he would quickly stop it. And then he would switch to a different thing and switch back. And he had to do that or something like that. So, wow. Um, I think I would just not get, <laughs> not not get, get I trouble. think I would just get the airplane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get a cherry coke or something yeah no it's yeah and sprite always it seems like gets oh, yeah. the most flavors like every fruit yeah. is available to mix if, with your if sprite. it can be turned into a flavor by god we've got it <laughs> slap that sarsaparilla sprite bring it on uh, you got that uh schnozberry sprite yeah um yeah muscadine you're like what muscadine what the fuck Oh man, that'd be great. Yeah, it's like every berry. It's fucking like yeah. huckleberry, boysenberry, <laughs> if it all the random be, berries. You, if it can you be hear about into once. a juice form, squeezed, squeezed. Yeah. It can be uh, made into a sprite um, flavor. Uh, all right. Well, that's all we got for this week. Uh, episode three hundred ninety-three of Outlandish Podcast. Uh, if you like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. That's singular letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. You can follow us all on Twitter at Outlandish Cast. 
You can follow me at Atlantish Matt. You can follow Justin at Atlantish Beats. And you can follow Jeremy at Atlantish Jer. Uh, Jer- uh, Jeremy's birthday was the 20th. Justin's birthday is the 27th. And John's birthday is the 29th at John McDar. Happy birthday to the Jays. <laughs> The Triple J's. Triple J's in the it's month of May. Time of the year. <laughs> May. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Yay, yay. Uh, so, it's really taxing on my wallet if I was to get everybody gifts. <laughs> all right. So, thanks it all for comes back around to you in September. <laughs> well, not, not to just one person, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, episode 393. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening, and we'll catch you in 394. Bye. Goodbye. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for listening. Good enough.